0: i don't know what i want to watch oh come on surely it's there's good, a li- just right. type in christmas movies yeah. like list there,
1: there wanna, are only 10 good christmas movies a podcast episode. And makes the value you know and watch well it's kind of like, like there's
0: how there's like, only actually 10 to 15 good christmas songs and then everything else right. is just a variation of the same thing
2: exactly right like you know and and even mariah Carey's is like a cover of yeah other stuff and that's become the quintessential one. But like, I mean, I said 10, it's like, there's really like three to five Christmas stories. And then there's hundreds of iterations on them. Right. Cause it's like, uh, you've got Christmas Carol, you've got Grinch, <laughs> you know, like uh, you've got somebody becomes Santa Claus. Like you, you've got Jack Frost, I guess, you know, that, that one's kind of fallen off lately, but you know, there's a couple of remakes on that, but
0: I feel like that's more wintry yeah. in general anyway.
2: Sure, but but it's a Christmas miracle. It's the magic of the hat, and you know whatever.
0: Well, so then Frosty. I mean, if we lump that into Jack Frost, sure. then sure you can. I mean, my you traditional can do that way.
1: one is always Die Hard. But one and two. Yes, naturally. Yeah. See, like I said, five Christmas
2: stories. You've got somebody becomes Santa Claus. You've got Die Hard. <laughs> So, no, I mean the wife and I were talking last night. It's like, well, we should watch Harry Potter again because they're all technically Christmas movies, right? So uh, well, well,
1: Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas.
3: And <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there,
1: there's some right I has Christmas course,
2: in it. Is Christmas that the same happened. thing? It uh, took
3: place on Christmas Eve to Christmas morning. Like that was more so than the Harry Potter movies of which they just have Christmas in the middle. I mean, well they have
0: the Halloween. Harry the Potter in the middle, movies too. at
2: least have a Christmas tree. Like I mean, ah. maybe there's one at the Christmas party, like you know,
1: for thirty seconds. But I, I had know, an interesting th- conversation with my friend the other day about how why is it a lot of people feel like Lord of the Rings are Christmas movies uh,
0: because they're you're seated at home for long periods of time with I was nothing to do, say, so you <laughs> watch got that.
1: The three weeks to watch the extended edition. This <laughs> <is why. laughs> I think the we came down to was actually we associated with Christmas because when the movies came out originally in theaters, it was Christmas, and for some reason, mm-hmm. like okay. That's- that's why we associate it because we both like kind of associate Lord of the Rings with Christmas time. Look,
2: man, Gandalf came. He gave swords and armor to everybody. He's clearly Santa Claus and there's elves in it. <laughs> like Legolas goes around dishing out arrows and joy to everybody. Like, and If it's... you don't want
3: to talk to that one annoying ant, you could you say, hold on, the Battle of Helms Deep is
0: happening. This is important.
2: I thought for sure you said "ent" for a second, so
0: I was very <laughs> confused. But Well, oh, there's at least one annoying ant
2: yeah right like oh, if you tell treebeard to hold on for a second he's just gonna sit there for a century and be like are, are you done yet <laughs>
3: we just got finished saying good morning
2: right uh, yeah it's been three days and we've decided you're not orcs <laughs> <woo>! wow thanks
0: <laughs> hey listen there are worse things that could have been decided in that period of time so true yes. true story all right, shall we, shall we actually
3: do the thing that we're dressed supposed in... to do today? Ah, yeah.
0: uh, what's the point? <laughs>
3: well... <laughs> because next week we'll argue about Christmas movies, whatever yeah. they are.
1: People, People are here for our sunny disposition, not our Dresden opinions, I'm sure.
0: No, I'm pretty sure they're here for we're that We're the one. wrong shirt then, but... Okay, so... We're
1: fourth guesses.
0: Yeah,
3: something like... So we, we got through all the way from proven guilty and we can start in on small favor. Except I have to take us back to Deadbeat for a minute because there was a decision that we forgot and it was kind of a big one.
0: I like how you're skipping was uh, it? White Knight entirely, but okay.
3: Oh, yeah, I did forget that. Never mind. Well, let's, <laughs> see, let's go back to Deadbeat and we'll catch Why up on Why did all you of bring those... that up? <laughs> we'll catch up for on the all heck those of those. That we missed. But... When Dresden was trying to get information he tried to summon his godmother. His godmother was being a she and so Mab wow. appeared in her place and he was asking things about Kemmler and as she was being very disturbed she said something like your godmother does not know but I do and if you take the winter mantle then you can get this information and mm-hmm. he refused her but that was just another time when he could have changed and become the winter knight right then mm-hmm. and it would have changed the story. It, I don't know, he could consider it for all of 30 seconds before deciding he was too afraid and running away.
1: I, yeah. I think I think we talked about this some other time where he was offered where Harry needs to go, kind of had to go through certain amount of things, I think, in order to be able to still be Harry when getting the mantle. So if he had gotten it back then, I don't know if he was ready yet.
0: Well, because he would have had the mantle and the shadow, both trying to compel him to do shit, so <clears throat> that's a little bit tough to deal with.
1: That that's also true. Yeah, it
3: would have been interesting though for him to be the white or the Winter Knight to then go face down Grovain and Corpse Taker and deal with Morgan trying
0: to kill him again. Being, being yeah, he, pro- he probably doesn't become a warden actually. If he takes the mantle, then
1: would be nice. yes. no, but probably not no because there would be like political implications, and they probably wouldn't. If they know, give it to him. Yeah, uh, but you know, there would be, like, I know it would be no. Would be cool. Like those
2: this. were kind of exclusive, though, right? Like, didn't like he he technically got reinstated by Rashid, but I think then they said. Um, you know, let's not worry about the warden thing, but like...
0: Well, like he was, I don't know it,
2: that those would be technically mutually exclusive is all.
0: I think it's more a matter of bringing him deeper into the fold versus him already being in the fold and he's the knight type deal. So it's like, yes, there's really no difference necessarily because he's a council member and he's bound by them and he's Mab's knight so he's bound by her so he's got these dueling loyalty obligations, which is true for, you know, we'll call it four books, um where it actually matters.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: but he's a warden already at that point. I think there's a difference between like if he had taken it in summer night, for instance, I think it probably would have not mattered as much, but I don't think they still would have offered him to be a warden necessarily until well, then again, they were desperate, so who knows? Yeah, they basically were forced to conscript him. And-
2: I mean, like I, to- yeah, I totally get what you're saying because you know, certainly it didn't help their general disposition with Harry anyway. But like, it's it's only the it's only the fact that the council probably doesn't understand Rashid has the dual allegiance thing anyway, right? Because I mean, he's the guardian at the gates, you know, and that's. That's his job, you know, but they don't seem to fully understand what that entails. And the fact that he's basically buddy-buddy with Mab, you know, in, in a sense, like, you know, um, I don't know. That's I just didn't, um, I wouldn't have thought those be mutually exclusive. Like, you know, certainly I, I would think that, you know, if Dresden took the the winter mantle earlier and definitely if he had the shadow, he'd almost certainly be Darth Dresden, though. Like I think even for Dresden's stubbornness and his willpower, that would be too much. But So so like to me, it it's more entertaining to think like, is dark Dresden actually way more inevitable? Like is is our Dresden almost exceptional in the sense that he's the quote unquote good guy? And does he always basically turn? And, and so it makes every bit of sense that everybody in our universe thinks that he's already turned because he's turned in every other universe, not that they would know that per se, but it's like he turns at Bianca's, he turns when he takes the winter night, he takes the coin, he does the dark hallow, like how many chances has he had to fall? And so when you take that over the scope of infinite universes, how many does he wind up being the good guy? And how many does he wind up being the bad guy? And, you know, that's kind of a scary thought.
0: Maybe it's better if we just eliminate him.
2: Right. Well, but in, shit, because now we're, we're starting like a different cosmology episode, right? Because it's like, so if, if we assume Uriel is the same in all universes, and if we assume that only one universe needs to fall for creation to fall because the outsiders got in, it's really bad that all of the other Dresdens are bad guys, right?